Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Inc. Realty. Today, along with guest Robert Lewis, Philip talks about the different asset classes when investing in residential real estate. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast with Rob the Realtor. And today we are talking about different asset classes in residential real estate. What's going on, Rob? What's going on, sir? Nothing much. Just chilling, just chilling. So, yeah, man, it's a pretty cool topic. Hope, hope you, hope you, um, hey, y'all, we over here fronting. On the last episode, uh, I told him Merry Christmas. You know, because I wasn't gonna see him before the next episode. We double recording this, so I would normally have some banter about what we ate for for Christmas, but I don't have any because we're double recording this. So you know, it is what it is. We'll get the banter after New Year. Uh, you're giving away all the secrets. Hey man, I'm just giving away giving away all the secrets. <laughs> but uh, so so the um, yeah so investment asset class of residential real estate. And, and it's, this topic came about because I was talking with some clients who 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 own quite a bit of real estate. And I was, I was trying to explain to them uh, how I come up with a return and risk target for a portfolio. And so I had to just say, hey, you know, like, you know, you guys have different, you might buy this house for this reason or this property for this reason. You understand this one might have a higher potential return than this one because of all these mm-hmm. factors. And so they understood it. So I wanted to, I thought it might be helpful to break that down for folks that may have never um, understood different risk profiles for real estate. Cause I know a lot of people, at least me in the beginning, I mean, I thought real estate was real estate from a residential standpoint, but there's obviously different reasons you buy different properties that have different risk and return profiles. I mean, when you, when you look at it and, and it's in a generality, standpoint real estate is real estate you have land and, and you have property on top of it, it that, that is what it is that now the reasoning behind the real estate or the purpose of the real estate you know that's when it gets a little deeper so you can have let, let's say let's take a neighborhood for example you can have one house on the street that is a primary residence, somebody's homestead, they've been living there 10 years. The The house next door could be an Airbnb. It could be a vacation rental. The house next door could be a standard rental that has a tenant in there that's been there for three years. The house next door could be assisted living. So all of these things can exist within the same neighborhood similar houses, a similar asset class per se, uh, however, all serving a different purpose. So when when people look to invest in real estate, um, and, and I may be jumping off a little bit to a, to a tangent, but when people look at to invest in real estate, they generally look 
for one of two things. They look for uh, a property or asset that's going to appreciate or they're looking for a property or asset that's going to give them cash flow. They're going to be looking for one of those two things. Um, an appreciating asset, which they can um, basically hedge money in, or a cash flowing asset, asset where they're actually making income uh, on that and they're looking for uh, an immediate return on their investment. And when I say immediate, I mean consistent over time, um, not quick. Uh, now, granted, you can flip a house, uh, but again, that that's, well, I guess it's three then. Because so, <laughs> that could be like a, an immediate return on your investment. But that's generally what people are looking for. Put that put that in the home run bucket. That's a home 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 run bucket. Right, right. A home run or a strike out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so like you maybe you can give some different examples of them, right? So an example of uh, you already gave one of a home run, but like a, a, a appreciation versus income. Okay, so uh, an appreciation uh, asset is one. Where let, let's say you, you find a house, it's 200,000. Um, you're, you're, and let's say you get a loan, you know, you're not putting 200,000 in cash on it, uh, but you get a loan. So, you know, you're putting down 40,000 and you know that this house is going to appreciate just because of the area that it's in and houses, the value is just going up. So you may be breaking even on the income let's say your your note on it is 1500 and you're charging let's say 1500 for for rent just for easy math uh in that scenario you're actually losing but for easy math let's say it costs you 1500 you're paying 1500 however after a year that house that's 200,000 appreciates in value $20,000 10% and let's say it's 10% every year. So let's say after after five years, you know, uh, and, and I, I'm not compounding it. So so don't kill me when you listen to the podcast. But uh, <laughs> let's say 10% uh, over five years, you've gained $100,000. And I know if you compound, it's going to be more. So again, don't kill me. But for easy math, that $200,000 house that you bought five years ago is now worth 300000 so even though you're breaking even from a cash flow standpoint, the asset itself has increased in value. So what you paid, what that $40,000 investment uh, has now ballooned to $100,000. Nice. So, yeah, now so with, you, the, with the cash flowing asset, like you're, you're, you may get that $200,000 and you don't care if the property asset, uh, it, it, you don't care if the property appreciates. Obviously you want it to, um, but in that same scenario, 200,000, um, it's again, you put down 20%, 40,000, uh, it costs you 1500 a month and somebody's paying you 2,500 a month. So you are incoming that the return on investment is getting you a thousand dollars a month as, as income. So you're cash flowing 12,000 a year. And then at the end, five years later, let's say we are in a normal real estate market with air quotes for those who can't see me, uh, obviously, because audio podcast. Uh, but <laughs> if 
you know, so again, I'm not going to compound the interest because that would make for hard math that I don't want to do right now. Uh, but that's going to give you an additional 30,000 if you're getting 3% a year. So as opposed to a $200,000 asset, you have a $230,000 asset after five years. And in addition to that, you've made 60,000 in, in, in rental income that you have cash flow. Got it. Got it. Okay. So that's the two different ways investors think about it. Income versus appreciation. Which is which is very which is very similar to stocks. You have growth stocks and dividend paying stocks, so very very similar type of uh, investment profiles. Yeah, and again, to be honest, you should. Now, again, when you're looking at your homestead, this is not as much as an investment as it is uh, a place where you need to call home and you find peace and happiness and joy. Uh, but you know, on the back burner. Maybe not priority one, two, or three, but you know, priority four or five, you should be thinking, man, how does this property look as an asset? Mm-hmm. No, that make that, that make that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, I mean, you 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 made it even simpler than what I had it in my head when you break it down into those two different buckets. <laughs> three, three, three different buckets that that answers the question. So. Uh, if anybody has any other questions about that, what's the best way for them to reach you to get more information uh, about that? Best way to get a hold of me is my cell phone. It's 317-372-3022. Uh, you can either call or text. You can email me at rob at inkrealtygroup.com. That's ink with a K. And I am Rob L. The Realtor across most social media channels. All right. We well, appreciate you, man. You have a, oh, I mean, we already, we already told them, uh, you know, we already told them what we're doing, but I'm still going to say, have a, have a happy new year. You know, even though you haven't done Christmas yet, I'm still wishing you a happy new year. Cause I won't get to next year. Cause we're double recording or next year. I know. I know. Yeah. Happy new year, everybody. Uh, it will be interesting to see what everybody's new year tradition is. Yeah. What's your new year tradition? Do you have one? No, nah, we don't, we don't have one. And I think this year we actually may, hang with the kids we 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 kind of sometimes hang with the kids sometimes don't but i think now we're going to intentionally try to do it with the kids they're getting older you know and uh think it'd be cool to, to, to hang out with them so we'll see More aware yeah do y'all have one sparkling grape juice <laughs> right 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 y'all have a tradition uh it varies so when i was growing up we used to do the 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 greens uh my mom used to tell me about black eyed peas but i didn't oh, yeah. eat them yeah, yeah, so, we do do that. Yeah, we, we, we do the greens, and uh, we usually do it with the kids, do the little sparkling grape juice and, and, and toast it up. Yeah, 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 no, nah, we, we, we do the greens and black eyed peas, too. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, cool, well, y- y'all enjoy it, and then uh, I guess I'll, I'll see you on the, on the other side of uh, the new year. Yes, sir, y'all make it a great one. All see right, you too. 2022. <laughs> If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. 
Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.